Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. With us this morning is Luke Miner. Luke is the director of WA 529. That is Washington State's college savings plan. And we're going to talk about how to save for college and how to get through college. Uh, Welcome. Good morning. Thanks for coming, Luke. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me, Gary. Well, you know, let me just start off our conversation today with, with just some, I don't know, imagery, I guess, because when a child is born or even before that, parents and grandparents start dreaming about the future of that child and his or her potential. And these days, a college education is like almost always part of that plan. People say, oh, this kid of mine's going to go to college and get a degree and, you know, but, you know, college tuition, Luke, let me just start then. What Now that's the dreaming part. The hard fact is, man, that's getting further and further out of some people's grasp, right? So, WA 529, I get the WA, <laughs> Washington, <laughs> yeah, right? This exactly. is a state. 529, okay, that is some kind of tax code name or number or something, but we're talking about a college savings plan, right? Give us the the big picture first of what we're talking, 529, it's just some numbers. Okay, what does it really mean? Yeah, that's exactly right. And so the 529, like you said, represents the tax code. We're trying to get it to be like a household name, like 401k is to retirement savings ah, yeah. as 529 is to college savings. But yes. we still have some work to do there, obviously, because a lot of people haven't heard about these programs and what they do. Uh, is there is a tax advantage for saving for your child's future higher education expenses. And the way our tax benefit works is if all the gains in your account are tax exempt when you use them for the qualified college expenses. And we'll get more into what those include uh, as we get into the show. Yeah, so so the general idea, a deferred tax, uh, tax-free way of saving ahead for a college education and man, it does have a lot of nuts and bolts and a lot of variety yeah. and yeah. it's flexible. It's got, uh, cause I'm familiar with it cause it's been around for quite a while now. And it, uh, let's start with the, the phrase get G E T used to be, be what we were calling this for a long time, right? Get guaranteed education tuition, right? That's right. So we, the state has had the prepaid tuition, the guaranteed education tuition or get program for 20 years since 1998. It's a family that, uh, a program that families have known and trusted, uh, for that period of time. And w- basically what it offers is a way to prepay future tuition. So it's based on Washington institutions, uh, the University of Washington or Washington State University. You buy a year of tuition today with the guarantee that 10, 15, 18 years down the road when your child's going to school, it keeps up with that. And no matter whether it's doubled or tripled over that period of time, you've already prepaid that year of tuition. Yeah, then now that is really... That's impressive when you stop and think about it because 18 years from now, if someone is just having a child, and like I said, they do have those dreams of, well, this kid's going to go to college. I'll have to pay for that in 18 years. Well, actually, you can start paying at this year's rate of tuition. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. So we we set strike a rate today. It's based on tuition and we adjust for uh, the administrative costs and all that kind of, we work with an actuary, you know, basically all this fancy work to arrive at a price that families pay today and the goal is that it's much lower than what you'd pay down the road if you had to pay out of pocket and you get in that habit of saving. That's a really important part. Families are taking baby steps to build, you know, a nest egg to be able to send your student off to school. So the goal is down the road, you're not having all those, all that student loan debt, uh, weighing the student down when they're coming out of school and trying to get their career, their family, uh, you know, purchasing a home, get all those things started. Yeah. Um, Let's go there now that you mentioned coming college, uh, finishing college and debt. Uh, that man, that's a big deal for so many people. 
and this can defer that to maybe nothing, but cut it way down by paying into tax-free account now, right? Well, I mean, it, what is the impact of say of having that college uh, loan and that debt after you get out of college? It may last years, right? Oh, the impact's huge. We've been hearing, you know, we've been seeing all the news reports, and you know, it's starting to become a topic of debate in the the political sphere about students coming out of school saddled with debt and trying to get started. $1.6 trillion nationwide is what we have in federal student loan debt. The average Washington graduate last year came out with $23,000 in student loan debt. And that's that's a lot to bear when you're coming out of school. So, $23,000 average per, wow. Right, and that can feel overwhelming to families. And so what we remind people is any, any amount that you're able to save today, you may not be able to save for that full cost of college. Most families, in fact, aren't able to do that. Uh, on average, with our GET customers, we have people saving enough for about two years of tuition uh, to pay you know, from their savings. But there's a variety of other ways that families fund a college education, whether the student is working, whether they're getting financial aid, scholarships, and even the student loans. We, we don't tell people that those are a bad thing or they shouldn't do them. It's be careful about how much you're borrowing and as much as you can, plan ahead and reduce that amount you have to borrow. Because any amount you save today is less money you have to borrow down the road. Yeah, especially when you're talking interest that you can be making in a tax-deferred account. This is the kind of, like you mentioned, 401k. People know what those are. While you're working, you can save your retirement tax-free. This GET account at WA529 is a way to put money in regularly, right? It's not just once I put it in, I can't pay for all of tuition now anyway. I won't right. be able to pay for it then. I can't pay for all in one lump. But over the course of time, I can add a little, add a little, add a little, and it adds up. Exactly. And that's the best approach to, to regularly, uh, even if it's small amounts, fund, fund it over time as your child grows. Because studies show that when it comes to retirement savings or college savings, those steady, uh, moder- modest efforts add up to more savings on average for people than if they're just trying to put lump sums when they have money available. So, you know, if all you have are those opportunities here and there to put it away, that's great. Do that. But the best thing you can do is to set up a game plan and work that game plan on a monthly basis. Okay. So we've talked about this. It sounds so practical. Is it easy to do? I mean, this has got to be a red tape nightmare. Parents are thinking, oh, (laughs) I don't want to have to think about this. Oh, it's got to be so complicated. Tax things and I better hire an accountant. Is it hard? No, it is surprisingly easy. You can go on our website to get started uh, for the GET program. It's get.wa.gov. And you... We'll say that again. People don't got to hear yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. get.wa.gov, get.wa.gov. And that's a wealth of information on the program. People can also call our customer service center at 1-800-955-2318. And there are also a wealth of information. And again, you learn all the ins and outs of the program's and so we do encourage people to take the time to learn what the program's about, how it works. We talked about, you know, tuition, prepaying tuition and buying a year of tuition and what that means. You know, one thing is there's a lot of traps people fall into thinking about this, like, well, uh, this must only be for the University of Washington. So if I plan to send my student elsewhere, um, this isn't a program for me. So it's not just the state colleges, Western West uh, Central, Wazoo, UW, Evergreens, not just those. Exactly. You can use it. Private schools. Private schools. You know, you can do community or technical colleges. uh, In-state, out-of-state. In-state, out-of-state, private. You can do uh, graduate school later on. uh, People who want to save for themselves, who may want to go to school in the future. 
uh, return to finish a degree. Technical uh, schools? Yeah, Creative technical schools. schools. Anything that's accredited as a school. That, that's exactly right. So even things like beauty school, culinary school, it's really flexible in the way that you can use these plans. I want to be a chef. I'm, my kid wants to be a chef. At age mm-hmm. 10, he's decided. And I had had him, he, I had dreams for him to be a professor, but he wants to be a, a chef. Mm-hmm. I can, he can still use the get money. And definitely, yes. Awesome. And, yeah, and that's the feature of what these, you know, these 529 plans are, these qualified higher education expenses. And that is tuition and fees, that's room and board, that's books and supplies, that's even computer equipment, um, or things that are required as part of your program, say at a culinary school, if there are certain tools, implements you need to get in order to do your uh, studies there. Uh, it's really flexible in how you can use them. That's cool. And before yeah. I get off of, get off of the, <laughs> the get part of this, um, the units, the, the, yeah. okay, the year's worth of tuition is added up, or how do you know that I've saved four years' worth of college for the future? Yeah, let's just say a family's goal was to, um, and again, not many families get to this goal, but say their goal was uh, four years' worth of tuition at the University of Washington. In order to fund your tuition and fees there, you would need 400 GET units. We say 100 units equals a year of tuition at our state's most expensive public university. I see. And that's typically the UW or Wazoo, right? Exactly. And the great thing is, like we talked about the flexibility, you can take that money anywhere. So when you go to use your benefits, say a student wants to go to Western Washington University, uh, where I attended, and you may only pay 75 units or 80 units because we have a value every year and it's based on UW. So this year for, let's just take this year for example, we're paying out at $108.44 a unit and that represents $10,844 is the cost of tuition and fees for the year. Ah. So if the tuition is less than that amount, than $10,000, you don't need 100 get units to pay for that year. But on the other hand, if it costs more because you're going to a private school or out of state, then you'd be paying the difference through other means such as grants or scholarships or out of pocket. So, but if you're thinking, you know, a year or four years at WSU or UW sounds great to me, we have the means available to save. You would want to save you know, 400 units through the GET program in order to cover that year of tuition. And like a, I don't know, deferred tax thing that people might think about for their retirement or their health savings plans that they may have, you can throw a, uh, a certain amount in every month. You can buy them once in a while. You can people, friends, family members can buy units, right, and donate right. them to a child or a person. Oh yeah, crowdfunding continues to get more popular. So you're getting the whole family involved in the savings effort, and that's really the best way because bringing a community around a child. They say it takes a village to raise a child, right? So if you're getting everyone involved, getting people in the habit of whether it's birthday, whether it's holidays, whether it's important milestones like kindergarten graduation. We can still give the toys and all those good things, but families more and more are appreciating that that long-term planning for their child's dreams. <laughs> I like yeah. that, Luke, that you said. Kindergarten graduation, you're right. Yeah. Especially grandparents make a big deal out of this. Ah, she's graduated kindergarten. I'll give her a little, you know, plastic castle, you know. No, how about a unit of uh, tuition at Washington State's 529 plan? Yeah, maybe instead of the Princess Castle, like a Princess Tierra, and then, you know, a contribution to the college savings account. So you can still do a little a little trinket for, for the special young one in your life, but do uh, do that, that bigger, really meaningful uh, contribution to their future. That's great. Uh, we are talking this morning with Luke Miner. He is the WA 529 director. It's Washington's college savings plan. Now, I want to ask about, so the GET 
And this, that's kind of guaranteed tuition and buying in units, saving it tax deferred. That's been around for a long time. Yeah. What's new? This uh, It's even more flexible now, right? Yeah. So we've been talking about WA 529, right? With Washington College Savings Plans, it's like, okay, well, what's different about, you know, there's get. So what's new is Dream Ahead. It's our new kit, what we're calling it, the new kit on the block. It's our new college investment plan that we opened in April of 2018. So about a year and a half ago. And this is a tool that the state has provided to provide families with additional savings options. So we were talking about 401ks earlier. This is much more familiar to the 401k model for anyone who's familiar with that. You have a range of investment options that you can choose oh. from. And you can tailor your uh, savings based on what your comfort is with stock market risk, how much time you have to save, how old your student is. So we offer what are called year of enrollment portfolios that work much like you may have heard target date or uh, glide path portfolios right, for the retirement. Right. So you say, instead of the year you're retiring, you're saying, this is the year I expect my student to go to school. And so we automatically adjust the investments over time so they become less risky as you get closer to college age. So it kind of takes the headache out of how do I strategize my investments and when do I move, make my moves and stuff like that. Or if you want the more customized experience and you have that comfort in investing, we have what are known as static portfolios that uh, let you adjust, uh, mix and match, depending on your risk. Uh, you can do this, these aggressive, very stock-heavy portfolios, or you can do very um, modest fixed income portfolios that may not have as high of return potential, but you're more protected from market risk if there's a market cycle. Boy, that is really nice because so many people have different views of investing mm -hmm. and this flexibility must be awesome for people who say, yeah, I, I do want to do that, but I'm very conservative. I don't want to take any risk with my child's future and I don't care if it soars to the top. I'm more afraid of it tanking out. Right. But where other people say, I want to, this kid's <laughs> is my everything. I want to see how much I can really get and might look at something more aggressive. So it's that flexible, right? It is. And the other flexible piece is you can participate in both Get and Dream Ahead. So some families are choosing to participate in both. They're not putting all their eggs in one basket, if you will. Get, they really like the peace of mind that comes with this. We can really think of Get more like an insurance product or more like a defined benefit. Like if you think about a pension plan, that mm, mm -hmm. obviously those are becoming less uh, maybe familiar to people these days as they're being offered Like an annuity. Less, it, it's yeah. going to give you this much. You you have a known quantity of something you've already purchased in advance, and it takes the headache out of what's going to happen. But dream ahead on the other side. You may say, you know, I don't want to put all my eggs in the get basket. I may want to, you know, play, play with some risk here. Um, and it really depends on the time horizons you have. It depends on your level of sophistication with investing, what your savings goals are. And even though people can come directly to our website and sign up for these programs, we always recommend that they consult with a financial professional, that especially if they're you know, really in a position to be managing their, their uh, money and resources to make sure you're building that package that really works best for you and your goals. That, that's, that's awesome that, that you can do as much or little of each. Mm -hmm. um, so now let me ask about the, the G part of get. Sure. It's guaranteed. Guaranteed. Um, and the dream ahead has these plans that have been decided. This is one version. This is another mm -hmm. A, B, and C. How are those reviewed? What makes get guaranteed? You know, what's the criteria and who's look, who's overlooking these things, I guess, as the. <laughs> sure. These are both. Because, you know, yeah. 18 years of my money I'm handing someone, you know, right? So people want to know. 
Right, yeah, and especially when you hear a word like guarantee, people are skeptical, right? Sure. And uh, th- these are programs that are offered by the state, and, you know, take it for what it is. I mean, I think a lot of people see a lot of trust in the state and what they offer. Others, you know, it, it's up to the individual there. But what we do is not only do we have the state guarantee, we do a lot of effort to make sure that we never have to invoke the state guarantee. The state guarantee says that no matter how much tuition goes up in the future, you've already bought your get units, you're covered, even if tuition doubles or triples and the program doesn't have money to pay you, the state has to step in and provide the funding to cover any shortfall. However, but what we do to make sure that we never have to go down that road, because that's certainly not something a taxpayer would feel too happy about having to bail out the program, is uh, responsible financial management. We work with the Washington State Investment Board who manages the fund, all the, uh, the money that people contribute to the fund is invested in a balanced portfolio to ensure that we're able to, in the long term, the program is self-sustaining and able to back up the guarantee and with the goal of never having to ask for taxpayer assistance and paying out get customers. Yeah. So it has been around for 21 years now, right? Or right. just over, has it ever had to dip in the hole? I mean, the, the economy has certainly gone up and down. Yeah, with with the econ- with the recession, following the recession, the program did enter what they called a, a negative funded or a below a hundred percent funded status. So, we have an actuary we work with every year that does kind of a pulse check on the program. What is the financial health of it? It's much like pension retirement funds. Again, you have this big future obligation to all these plan participants, and you're monitoring the financial health of that along the way. And following the recession, there was a period of time where people were really watching that figure because like the pension plans, we dipped below 100% and people were saying, well, what are we going to do? So we worked with the state investment board, with the state actuary, really watched it, really made sure we were strategic with what the investments were. And we were able to, within a very short order, get back uh, over 100% and we're over 125% funded now. Actually, the most recent valuation that was done by our actuary is 130%. So that what that means, you know, long and short of it is that we're very financially healthy right now and able to support those long-term uh, obligations we have into the future to our program participants. But again, someone participating in this program has the peace of mind that they don't have to worry about all that work we're doing in the background, but the taxpayer has the peace of mind that we're responsibly managing it. So again, the legislature is not going to have to step in and cover that shortfall. That's nice to hear because yes, there was a state reset. I mean, the state was part, had to participate in the worldwide economy. It went down, but people were still able to draw out when it was their time to use their get units and pay for college. Well, exactly. That's one of the great benefits of a program like get is that if they were going through a recession and just because the state's budget is maybe struggling at that point, it doesn't mean that your savings and get struggle. You get what your, if anything, people (laughs) did fairly well because tuitions fairly well is, is relative, right? Because in the sense of get, it's tied to tuition. And yeah, the state so, didn't say, well, just never mind withdrawing right now. We're not right. letting people withdraw right. their people get People were able to keep yes. withdrawing, and actually that was a time where tuition was growing more rapidly than, uh, than it had in the past because colleges were feeling the strain of the recession. And so someone invested in get during those years actually did very well because they were able to keep up better with those tuition increases than a family just paying out of pocket. And so... I'm trying to remember tuition, I was going to say, has always gone up, but it hasn't. So that's reviewed every once in a while too, right? And Exactly. In, 
fairly recent past, it went down, didn't it? It, it did, and that, that created a lot of questions for a program like Get. We don't guarantee that someone's going to make money with our program. It's Again, not for making money. <laughs> we guarantee you that you're going to have, if you buy a year of tuition today, it's covered into the future. However, when the program was designed, there was never this thought that tuition was capable of going down in our state. But what happened is tuition following the recession was growing at such an unsustainable rate, the legislature and um, constituents are saying, we have to do something. Something's got to give here. And so the great thing, uh, the legislature put a great foot forward in, they lowered tuition, which benefited all Washington families, kind of got it realigned, but they didn't forget about GET account holders. They made a series, them and our governing board, the what was known as the GET committee, now known as the WA 529 committee, worked together to make a series of decisions to keep GET account owners whole so that their uh, savings in GET didn't go down with tuition. We made an adjustment and actually added tuition units back to customer accounts to kind of keep them on par so they weren't impacted. So just like everyone else, they benefited from the tuition reductions, but their savings in their GET account weren't negatively affected. That's that's awesome for people to hear. Um, the long-term uh, sustainability of this, the I don't know, reputation that I guess it's got because it has gone through that recession and is still a strong and thriving thing. Would you say 130% or F- so? It funded, looks like yeah. 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 And that's something that, that just gives people the peace of mind. Again, mm-hmm. as a participant in this program, a family doesn't have to worry about that. However, anyone else who, who cares about kind of the inner workings of state government is, is happy to know that this is programs being responsibly managed. We're lo- taking a look at the financial health of it, the funded status every year, and that, again, the goal is to never have to invoke the guarantee, but regardless, participants in the program are are supported by that. And, and Luke, I want to get to uh, withdrawing the money, sure. and if that's easy or hard, or, or right. how, you know, what kind of red tape there might be for that if someone's going to go to school around the world or across the country. Sure. But, but before I get to that, I, I'm not sure we said... Anyone can pay into this as long as there's a... So you open an account in some one person's name. That's right. And then you can tell your relatives, your friends to go to online and give easily? Yeah. So what you have is you have a an account owner and a student beneficiary. The most typical uh, setup we see is the parent. One of the parents uh, is the account owner. The student is the beneficiary. And you can name any number of what we call gifters to your account, people that get, uh, they can either, you can choose for them to get notifications through our system, or you can just tell them directly, share your account number with them, say, hey, here's an easy way, you know, and you provide, you can do a check or an electronic payment to easily gift to a child's account. So again, it's this crowdfunding mentality of like yeah. getting the family together to fund it. And uh, a por- an important point on get is a family has to, the student or the account owner has to be a Washington resident when you open the account. If you move, the account goes with you and you can keep contributing. And as we already talked about, you don't just have to use it at a Washington institution when it's time to distribute it, but you do have to be a Washington resident or the student does when you open an account. So we even have grandparents living in Florida who open them for a student, uh, a child living here in Washington. Great point, yeah. Yeah. Because Christmas is coming and people say, you know what, how about this for my newborn or how about unborn? Can we name an, even though there's no name yet, can we do that? Well, yeah. and I, I, Baby minor, can we write that on the account? Well, the, <laughs> it's very timely and funny that you should mention that because my wife and I are expecting our first child uh-huh. on January 31st. And we've taken our own advice of it's never too early to start saving for future college costs. And I opened a GET account two years ago. At the time, I had nieces and nephews and they were the kind of the ones I had in mind. I didn't know if I would be heading down, if or when I'd be heading down that path myself. 
but there were special young people in my life that I wanted to be saving for. So I opened that account and I named myself as a beneficiary because I didn't yet know who exactly I wanted to benefit from that because I had that thought, I may be a parent. And so once my wife and I found out we were expecting a child, I added more GET units to it. So I've been saving uh, for the last year uh, and in a couple months, we're going to have our beneficiary, our, our new baby boy or girl. We're waiting to find out. And the great thing is their college uh, savings have been started. And all I have to do once they're born and have a social security number is just change the beneficiary over to them. So, And you can do that. You can change that beneficiary. Yeah. That's, I like the that's flexibility of that. one of the great that, things too. about these plans is you can transfer it between family members, between, you know, in the, my case, right, it's between me and my child. Uh, it can be between siblings. It can be between cousins. It's really flexible so that that's another question that comes up right down the road. We were t- starting to talk about distributions. When it comes time to use the funds, what if my student doesn't go to school or exactly. what if? That was kind of, yeah. Yeah, I might, might have stolen your thunder there. You might have been wondering that very thing, you know. So, and, and a lot of people, yeah. there's probably a lot of, what do they call them, FAQs, frequently asked questions yep. that, yeah, but he's not going to go to school or he got a scholarship or there's all sorts of things at the end of this or some children may pass away as the beneficiary yeah. and all mm-hmm. sorts of things can happen. And we're going to run out of time before we get to all these questions. Where can people find out more about this? Because there are a lot of questions. It's a sophisticated yet somewhat simple plan to get going. Exactly. So I'm going to go ahead and give wastate529.wa.gov. That's our new website that features both Get and Dream Ahead. And people can learn how those two programs are similar, how they're different, how they can work together. And then with Get, how the whole unit thing works. And with Dream Ahead, how all these 37 different investment portfolios we offer, what those options look like, yeah. and what they need to know before getting started. Okay, WaState, W-A-S-T-A-T-E, WaState529.wa.gov. That's right. So w- almost oh. everything in Washington State's website is ends with wa.gov, right? That's right, <laughs> I think yeah. almost everything, if not everything. WaState529.wa.gov. And there's tons of information, how easy it is to enroll in GET and uh, the Dream Ahead. Mm-hmm. All the questions can be answered there. There's a phone number people can call and ask, right, and talk to a real person, I think. And that, That's right, and I can give that. That's 800-955-2318. That's how you learn more about GET, 800-955-2318. And Dream Ahead also has a line, 844-529-5845. Now, I know we're throwing a lot of information yeah. there for people, but I think the wastate529.wa.gov has links to those phone numbers. It has links to each plan. It's easy to get started. It takes about 15 minutes to enroll online. It's a, it's a really easy way for families to get those savings started when their kids are young. That's the ideal time to do it. Yeah, and uh, enrollment for this period ends, for the most part, 529. Let's say May 29th, 529. But it's actually May 31st, isn't it? Right. The end but of May. 529 is a good reminder to yeah. yourself. So I should get around to starting my GET account this year before May 29th, May 31st. 529. So remember, 529. And that is so you can get your account established this year and start your savings and not delay that. And, you know, we talked about the fact that we set a unit price every year. And, uh, and that is subject to change every year. So the longer you wait, the more... Uh, potential there is for that unit yeah, price so to go up. Yeah, so between the end of May and the beginning of the next November, that's when they reassess what they should be exactly. changing or not. Hey, Luke, thank you so much for being here. We have been talking with Luke Miner, the director of WA529. It's uh, Washington State's college savings plan. Thank you so much for coming in today and spending time with us. And gosh, a bigger thanks to how the state of Washington is helping families save for college. Yeah, thank you so much, Gary. Really appreciate it and uh, happy we can get the word out to families. 
If you'd like to hear this interview again, it will be available on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts within a few days. Just search Spotlight with Gary Scheip. I am Gary Scheip. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.